Good morning. It is January 15th, 2021. Uh, this is another edition of the BC Podcast. I am Shane Yoakum. A quick shout out to Coalition for a Healthy Benton City. They are an organization working to help the mental and physical health of the youth in our community. By doing so, they do it through uh, strength of the strengthening of the family, um, mentoring programs, as well as uh, education about substance abuse. The other organization in the community I want to give a quick shout out to is the Benton City Chamber of Commerce. I am a member of it. Would love to see everybody else who is interested in promoting the community be a part of it as well. They are doing their annual recruitment this at this time. If you're a business organization or even an individual, you can sign up to be a member to and help promote the community. Few things happened this week. I'll try to get through the roundup pretty quickly here. Starting off with Benton County Commissioner signed a resolution 46 2021. I believe it's 46. I could be wrong. Um, basically, it asked the governor to hand the decision of reopening the county to the county commissioners and the local health district as opposed to the state deciding or utilizing the regional matrix that they are currently doing. Um, doesn't really affect the community locally. If you're a business and you decide to reopen, it doesn't protect you from legalities. Or, yeah, I guess that would be a decent enough word. Um, but it does let the state know that we are not happy. Several of the other counties are also doing the same. Uh, just because the... They're, the county administrators and county commissioners are being uh, denied the their elected duties. Uh, the school board met this week. They had a public comment section that related to sports funding. Uh, their concern was the funding that was set aside for the sports events for the spring of 2020 and the fall of 2020 where that money went, they'd like to have a accounting of that. Mr. Peterson, the administrator, or excuse me, superintendent of the school district, stated that at the January 25th board meeting, there would be greater details about that. Uh, Mr. Peterson addressed the board concerning the reopening status. Uh, he had some concerns about the state's reorganizing how oh, I can say this eventually, reopening matrix. He wasn't sure exactly how that was going to affect the school's reopening program. Um, he was actually having a meeting later in the week to get a better understanding of what's happening. Then in either Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday, the Benton County, uh, Benton Franklin County Health Districts actually did announce that they recommend middle schools and high school students going back to school. They didn't see any um, signs of great contagion spread or uh, increase of numbers based on students in school. Uh, jumping back to sports a bit, there is a committee that has been Organized, it holds three coaches, three administrators from the district, and three community members to address how they'd like to see the sports move forward. Um, I know very soon that the uh, 
um, regional sports program is having to make a few decisions on which, which, if and when different sports will be happening. Uh, so they're tr- the local community is trying to figure out what they need to accomplish. Short term, there isn't much that the sports programs can do because none of that happens until phase two of the reopening program. Let's see here. Um, the school is moving to an official electronic signature program. This would allow the board members to sign off on various resolutions without having to come in in person. This is a common practice in many legal aspects. They're just making it official for Benton County School District. I will say that they uh, tabled it for the next meeting because they wanted to make sure all the board members were on board with that program. The Benton County School District has extended their early notification retirement bonus program. Uh, What that means is is that if a teacher or a uh, staff member chooses to retire, if they let the district know ahead of time so they can prepare for the next year, they could receive a bonus. The day after the, well, I guess it was two days, uh, had an interview with Mr. Pete Peterson concerning the various aspects of the community, uh, the school district. We talked, ended up talking a lot about issues relating to the levy. I'll try to jump ahead a little bit to that uh, at the end of this, but I wanted to go through and touch a little bit about some of the other items. Um, one of the questions I asked was, how does the Benton County action of this week affect the school district? And he said basically he wasn't sure. However, he didn't see it affecting in all that much because they have to. The school district has to go based on the health district and state guidelines as opposed to the county in general. Um, also asked about if any of the money would be coming down from the second stimulus package that the federal government passed. Um, he said that the state legislators are in discussion about that. However, he wasn't sure how much the individual districts would receive because the state had already pushed a bunch of money from reserves and other aspects to the district. So he's saying that the stimulus package may in fact uh, refill those areas and deficits that the state had already incurred from uh, this COVID aspect. Jumping back, um, a lot of the things that ended up being discussed came back to the levy. Uh, Issues that were covered is that the state has stopped uh, collecting funds December 31st, 2020, and the district is already facing those um, limitations without the levy. Those are not familiar with the levy. There are two parts of the funding of schools. The state is fulfilling the requirement of doing funding reading, writing, arithmetic type classes, and the levy that's controlled lo- uh, locally covers sports, music, um, special needs, and special education type programs, as well as others. Um, 
the district, like I said, has uh, already started facing the budget deficit without the levy. Uh, some of the things that the district have done to cut costs and work to adjust the budget is doing early retirements, not replacing various staff members, moving an administrator back into the classroom as opposed to doing the administrative duties, as well as a few other measures. I spent my high school years as in the music program of my particular high school, so the issue for me I asked about the school pro or the music program in the district, and he said, well, COVID has had a major effect on the music program as it is because there's no way of actually um, doing a school program based on the guidelines from the state. Uh, asked about the uh, CARES money and where kind of it went, and he said, uh, Quite a bit of it actually went to getting computers to students. The district is moving to what they call a one-to-one -one program where every single student can have a computer. This would help both in the classroom, but also if we faced another uh, type of situation where the kids had to not come to school, this would allow the district to immediately switch to an online type program and make the things that we've done over the last uh, year, uh, less chaotic, I guess would be the word I would use for it. And it not by the district's uh, happenstance or their how they did it, but just simply we didn't know and we had to switch over the funds. I asked about the CARES program at, or the first stimulus package and where kind of that went. And Mr. Peterson stated that a lot of the computers, new computers, came, uh, came from that money to allow more students to have computers. He did actually mention that in order to get as many computers out, they had to take computers that were in their surplus, the old ones that were not up to speed, to try to get at least internet into the homes of students. Um, he's not seeing a whole lot of money coming through stimulus packages to increase that number. And he mentioned how the levy, 12% uh, of the levy funds goes to funding IT type things and new computers for students. The district, having dealt with the pandemic and also looking at the new model schools deal with in general, they're seeking a one-to-one -one, uh, concept where each student will have a computer and with the main goal of it improves the ability to function within the classroom. However, it also helps if we have yet another type of situation where the school district has to shut down, one-to-one -one computers would allow a uh, quick adjustment as opposed to having to do all the different things that occurred during the fall or the spring of 2020. Uh, scrolling through here really quick, asked if, oh, we, I think I already covered this, asked if the uh, district uh, would get any of the second stimulus money, and he was not sure. I think that I might have covered that already. If I did, I apologize. Top concern actually seemed to be coming from the aspect of bus transportation formula. 
what this is is the state has a law that dictates exactly how the state funds the bus system for the individual districts. What happens is they count students twice a year, uh, who's the ridership, both in the spring and fall. And with the COVID pandemic happening, we haven't had ridership. If the state doesn't change the formula and the laws that relate to the formula, the district faces a $350,000 deficit because funding of transportation and transportation is something that's unavoidable, especially in a district where we're a little larger and we're not so compact and we don't have a public transit system to back us up. Um, so hopefully they'll take care of that. I do have a little bit of a commentary. This is my personal opinion. You may have others, but a little bit of uh, understanding that has happened to me relating to uh, my feelings about the levy. Levies in the past for me was I was very much an anti-tax person and I was a homeschooler, so why did I care? Because I was paying for my own curriculums as well as when I lived in the Prosser School District, I had no love for uh, the administration over there. However, working with the students and the teachers and coaches over in 2019, I found how much levy dollars fund things that help the overall health of a student. It's not only just extra programs like sports and music, but it allows those other things to happen. Uh, while it doesn't do quote-unquote academic aspects of it, it does help build a bigger, fuller character of the individual students, which helps them improve their grades, which helps them move further in life itself. So we have had a double uh, fail of the levy. We're, they're talking about getting it out again in the, the near future. They're working on that. In fact, they have a uh, levy committee working on it as and ramping up as we even speak about this. Please consider voting for it. Um, again, like I said, I understand the views of those who voted against it. However, having experienced what I did, the, in 2019 with the sports program, I, I have a completely different opinion and would hope that others would consider the bigger aspects of it. And if you have questions, by all means, call the district and ask how it works, as well as talk to coaches and talk to them how they feel about those, those money spent. With that, that's it for this week. Uh, I know that I've done in the past uh, zero commentary. I, I'm not sure if I'll do it again another commentary piece, but understand this is something that I felt was important to share. Uh, I do highly recommend looking into the um, full interview with Mr. Pete Peterson and as well as the full uh, school board meeting. You can find those out at youtube.tbhstudio.com. That would be youtube.tbhstudio.com tbhstudio.com. You can uh, jump to a particular topic if you want to. However, I, I do recommend hearing the whole thing. That's the source. That's not my opinion. That is uh, a way to know what was actually said. I love to try to sit, hit uh, as neutral as possible, but 
as any uh, honest reporter and journalist would say, everybody has an opinion, and no matter how that comes out or how hard they work to make that their goal to be neutral, they're going to have their bias in it. So always go to the source. If you have comments, thoughts, concerns, by all means, reach out to me at uh, by emailing Shane at tbhstudio.com, uh, as well as the uh, BC Podcast Facebook page. I did finally get my name back. Be sure to like and subscribe to my Facebook and YouTube pages. That helps me know just how many people are watching, as well as build an idea of who's being able to watch it. Um, I can shape how things are based on those numbers. Uh, hope you have a good weekend. And if you, oops, forgot one thing. If you still are a, would prefer just a full audio version of the week or the BC podcast, you can find that out at Spotify. The easiest way to find it is spotify.tbhstudio.com. With that, have a great weekend. This has been a production of the BC Podcast, a project of Blind Hatter Studio and host Shane Yoko. All rights reserved. Logo by Wendy Welch. Theme song by Von Chenson. Comments and or opinions may not represent the views of BC Podcast, Shane Yoakum, or Blind Hatter Studio. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so by emailing Shane at tbhstudio.com or on Facebook at the Blind Hatter Studio page.